Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome back to Bouncing Back, a new podcast to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. For the second episode, we have Josh Crafter, who's most recently an account director at Four in New York. Now, Josh, thanks for being here. Super happy to thank have you. Very you. Much. Thank you very much for having me, man. I really appreciate what you're doing. I think yeah. it's a really cool, creative idea uh, that's both functional and, and amazing. Yeah, of course. We'll appreciate it. I guess just for starters, you know, maybe tell us how you're dealing with this pandemic, where you're quarantining, you know, how you've been yeah. busy the last few weeks. Yeah, um, I'm in New York, staying in New York the whole time. Um, as far as how I'm dealing with this, uh, I got let go in mid-April. Uh, so first, when we started doing this whole quarantine thing, uh, I was trying to develop like a strict routine to be as efficient as possible. But now that I don't have a job, like I'm not putting that pressure on myself. I'm trying to put like my mental health first. And that's not to say that like working was bad for my health. It wasn't. But since that pressure to perform isn't coming from work, I'm not putting that pressure on myself. So I'm not hyper-focused on getting a new job ASAP because there aren't any jobs really uh, or learning like any significant skill. Um, I try to keep in mind and remind myself that we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and so I'm trying to do things that are for personal Josh and not necessarily professional Josh. So um, music and entertainment have always been my passion. So I'm trying to get back into music, blogging, uh, getting back into DJing, um, working on like a coffee table book, trying to exercise uh, every day. Um, and I'm helping my wife with her digital marketing consultancy. Um, so I'm just staying busy, um, never bored. Like I really haven't even been watching TV. I'm trying to just like find like other things to other creative outlets to keep me going. Nice, I think yeah, that mental health aspect is super important both for people who you know, still have their jobs and those who have lost it, just how you kind of stay focused on uh, what matters and you know, health, safety of family and friends first, and then yeah, the yeah, work-life exactly. balance, figuring out how to do everything. Nice, and you kind of touched on it, but maybe just tell everyone about yourself, you know, where you've worked, what clients you've worked on, and what you're looking for in your next role. Yeah, uh, so okay, my name is Josh Crafter. Uh, I'm originally from Ohio. Um, all of my college roommates moved to New York City, so I kind of followed them here. Uh, I have a master's in advertising from Syracuse. Shout out Newhouse. Um, I've been working in advertising for seven years across like a wide range of agencies, um, translation, yard, H4B, MRY, and then most recently for uh, like an ambassador marketing agency. So. Um, across all of those, I have like deep experience in social, digital, uh, web design, and influencer marketing. And I've also worked on a lot of IAT campaigns and 360 campaigns. Um, I recently wrapped up like a two-year stretch working on Walmart's organic and paid social and digital, including uh, managing a big portion of their 2018 and 2019 holiday campaigns. Um, when I worked in pharma, I spent two years on Pfizer. Uh, I've also worked on major projects for Athleta, uh, Optimum Cable, OXO, and Budweiser. Um, I would say, like throughout my career, uh, the perfect project I worked on was probably the Budweiser Made in a Budweiser Made in America Festival. Um, early in my career, translation basically created a music festival for Budweiser. Um, it's like a really insane, cool achievement um, that I had uh, the fantastic opportunity to work on. Uh, and it was a great thing. Um, for my next role, um, I'm open to the possibilities, honestly. Uh, I've kind of always been that way. I just want to work on cool projects that resonate in culture. Uh, my biggest thing is that brands should always be meeting consumers where they are and not uh, creating ads that consumers have to 
seek out, but we shouldn't be chasing consumers with the things that we create. Um, that's why a lot of my experience is in social and digital. Um, but that's really the main thing. I mean, I will say like, I like a company that prioritizes work-life balance. <laughs> As I get older, that's, that's something that I prioritize more and more um, because it's not so much like working the hours, it's just more so indicative of the company culture and how they feel about their employees and whether they put money above all else. Um, I've been in that unfortunate position a few times and when I was early in my career, I didn't necessarily speak up and it burnt me. Um, and so it's something that I've learned from and something that I'm not you know, eager to do again. Um, but as far as like uh, what I would bring to an agency if they brought me on board, um, I feel like I'm an efficient, strategic and communicative account director who's always striving to find that middle line of over-delivering on what the client wants, but also in a way where the internal team is, is happy and excited to be working on that account. Um, our job as marketers is to help clients and businesses achieve their goals, right? So that's kind of like always the guiding light is how can we help them achieve what they want to achieve today and tomorrow and, you know, a year into the future. Um, also pride myself on kind of being like unflusterable, uh, like no matter what happens or what news we get or, or what development takes place, I don't panic when things get tough. And this is advertising, so things will get tough. <laughs> um, I'm a natural born problem solver. I like working on difficult projects. Awesome. I think, you know, all those qualities and kind of passions definitely set you up and, and others up for coming out of this, you know, current state. I think it's super interesting now, you know, once we're done with this quarantine, how are brands going to react and how are they going to, whether it's, you know, do activations or how are they going to reach these, you know, prospective consumers in a new way. And I think, a lot of that is social, a lot of that is digital, because there's, you know, it's going to be a whole new way to, to reach out to these brands and, and to be there for, for everyone. So it's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think influencer marketing, while it's taking a downturn right now, much like everything else, is really going to be in a, a solid position to bounce back because it allows brand, well, in addition to just like the general, you know, hits on it where it allows people to reach a brand new audience, a uh, wide audience relatively cheaply uh, by tapping into pre-existing uh, pre-existing brands, basically all of these influencers. It's going to be one of the few things that brands and agencies can do without having to do physical production themselves. It's like they work with the influencers who will develop everything, manage everything, execute everything on their behalf. Um, and it's, I think it's going to be one of the natural ways to deliver a message after this pandemic as we try to figure out how can we do productions again, whether we can do productions again, how large those productions can be, what the lead time is. Right? You can do an influencer campaign in a week if you really need to. Um, it's not ideal, but it's like it's going to be one of those things that people and agencies are really going to be able to lean on to deliver uh, some really good ROI. Yeah, totally agree. Would you consider yourself just hearing you speak? You know, you're an account director, but also a creative thinker at the same time. So, you know, you can have conversation with creatives, tackle briefs with them and, and kind of be there for them to lean on. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, because my, my biggest like personal passion is culture. I, I read a lot. Like Twitter is my favorite platform because I use it to follow basically every single news outlet, every single creative outlet. Uh, and I stay on it a lot so I can really understand what's going on in culture, what the latest campaign is, what this cool new thing somebody else is doing. And, and that's what I kind of bring to the creative team in the brief. 
right? My job isn't to create the ideas, so I'm going to largely stay out of that realm. But when I do have discussions with the creative team and the strategy team and I'm reviewing work, I'm reviewing it from a cultural lens. Like, has this been done before? If it has, are there some learnings that we can take from these things that have already been done? Did it crash and burn, right? Maybe should we stay away from it from that from that perspective? But it's always trying to kind of push the ideas forward uh, and develop concepts that consumers are going to want to experience and interact with naturally so we don't have to chase them around. Because while that may give us some short-term value, that's not how you build a brand, and that's not how you build a long-term consumer who's going to come back to your brand time after time. Yeah, totally agree. Want to shamelessly plug your Twitter handle? Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's called the Reckless Hedo. So, like my uh, my Instagram handle is like the Reckless Hedonist, but I can't put all of that in one like it's too long for twitter yeah. it's like the reckless Cito, but you don't have to follow too many musings on on just random cultural stuff uh it's not advertising specific but no, I like people it. want to follow me uh the reckless Cito. awesome no, i think uh, for me too and, and other creatives and you know account people i think it's important to see that other side of them you know you know you or i you know could be very work driven but if you see a twitter account and it's you know, a little bit more of a passion project and talking about some outside of work. I think that's super important too, to give employers a good idea of, you know, you can get it done in the office, but do I want to hang out with you outside of the office too? And I know you're a music guy, you know, any new albums you're listening to? Uh, let me quickly pull up my iTunes. I have a, like a playlist of like the current stuff. So um, I'm really big into like indie pop right now. So there's a artist from LA called Empress of, uh, she just dropped her new album. The Dua Lipa album is really good. Um, Fantagram is really good. I'm really excited for the Katy Perry and Lady Gaga albums later this month. Uh, you know, it's, it's an odd time for music because I've seen so many artists saying that, you know, they don't feel comfortable releasing projects during a pandemic. But this is a time when people where that audience really craves that, that sense of normalcy right? That not everything in their life is being upended by this and that some things can stay constant, even if it's just, even if it's just a three and a half minute song or a 40 minute album. Uh, so I'm excited that that artist is starting to kind of drop, drop records again, even though they can't really promote it. Totally. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. I and mean, maybe just the last question is, do you have a dream agency? You want to give a little shout out to? Uh, one agency, no, but there's like a, I have a quick list. Um, I, I worked at translation early in my career and I've, I'm always trying to get back there. So I'd love to go back. Um, I just had an interview at experience interaction. So Nicole or Lulu, if you're watching this, call me back with some good news. Uh, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, um, night after night, they do some really cool work. Uh, they did a lot of stuff with Jameson, which is basically the only thing I drink. Uh, Movers and Shakers is like a TikTok influencer agency. They're kind of the definition of meeting consumers where they naturally are. Uh, Team Epiphany, I'm a big believer in what Coltrane and Lisa are building there. And then uh, Momentum Worldwide, it's like an experiential digital agency. Um, I'm not sure what position or what state they're in right now, um, but you know, hopefully they can bounce back whenever this is all over. Yeah, awesome. You know, thanks so much for being willing to put yourself out there, do something like this. You know, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Uh, I would say LinkedIn is probably the easiest. Just LinkedIn.com backslash, I think, IN backslash Josh Crafter. Uh, or um, you can email me at Joshua J. Crafter at gmail.com. First 
uh, middle initial last name, joshuajcrafter at gmail.com. Awesome. You know, well, good luck. Thanks so much for doing this. No, thank you, man, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And that's a, a wrap for episode two of Bounce Back. You know, if you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters, looking for some talent in the ad industry, have them, you know, shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com. And that's it. Stay safe, everyone.